This morning we're continuing our sermon series on the great hymns of our faith. And today we're going to be reading from the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. But before I read that, I invite you to bow your heads and join me in prayer. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we come to you now with open hearts, hopeful to hear your word. We pray by the grace of your Spirit that the words we hear and the thoughts of our hearts will lead us to your will. For all of us as your church, and for each of us as your children, dear God, we love you. We thank you for your love. Amen. So again, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, beginning with verse 13. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant. And he said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. As I said in our announcements this morning, next week we're going to celebrate Baccalaureate Sunday. That's the Sunday where we celebrate all of our graduates. And even here at Faith Presbyterian Church at Faith Preschool, we're going to celebrate uh, over the next few days our graduates from kindergarten, those who are graduating from kindergarten and going to first grade. And some of those children came here when they were two years old. And over the past few years, they've learned a lot of lessons here at Faith Preschool. And they've learned about things like simple reading and writing lessons, simple math lessons, lessons that will prepare them for first grade. But probably the most important lessons that they have learned can be heard in the Faith Preschool song. Be kind to each other and love one another as we go on our way. Sharing time with a friend is the best way to spend it. Be kind to each other today. A cheerful word, a friendly smile means more than words can say. Be kind to each other and love one another and make this a Faith Preschool day. Those words that those children have sung again and again, several times throughout their time here at Faith Preschool, are words that they can remember all throughout their life by just singing that song that they've heard so many times. That's how we teach our children a lot of times. We teach them through music. We teach them through song, especially very important lessons. And we do that even here in Sunday school when we're teaching Bible lessons. You might remember the song, Father Abraham and Many Sons, or the song, Zacchaeus Was a Wee Little Man, or even the song that we're focusing on on today. Jesus loves me, this I know. Those are important lessons. It's so important for our children to learn at an early age. And if we're to believe Jesus, those are some of the most crucial lessons to our faith that we learn as children that we're supposed to carry with us all throughout our life. At least that's what Jesus seems to say in our passage this morning. You've probably heard this passage several times before in your life. Jesus is wandering through Judea, teaching and healing and healing and teaching. And and people are starting to hear about Jesus and learn about Jesus. And they're bringing their families to come and meet Jesus, even their children. And the disciples who are wanting to kind of protect Jesus and give him a little bit of space are holding those children at arm's length. Maybe they think Jesus just needs a little bit of rest from the crowd or Maybe they think they're more important people that Jesus should be talking to, but they keep holding those children back. But as always, as usual, Jesus seems to have a a different idea than the disciples do. And he says, no, 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 let those children come to me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And in fact, you disciples, if, if you want to be a part of the kingdom of heaven, then you need to have faith like a child. 
those crucial lessons that we learn when we're children, those little lessons are lessons that hold us fast and give us a firm foundation to stand on all throughout our lives. But something happens to us when we become adults. We tend to to forget those lessons or we tend to complicate those lessons because we learn new lessons. You think about it this way. You, when you're a child, you learn right from wrong, but as you grow up, you start to learn that there are lots of shades of gray between the right and wrong. Or When you're a child, you learn to always tell the truth, but then as you grow up, you see lots of different people who tell lies and they get ahead by telling lies. Or maybe even in our faith, we are learned to, to reach out to God and offer our prayers to God, trusting that God will always answer us. But then time and time again, as adults, we cry out to God and don't always get the answer that we want. And in those moments, we tend to forget those lessons of the past, to put those in the back of our mind, because they just don't work the way we think they should. I've witnessed that type of forgetfulness firsthand in my life. When I was serving as an intern at another church years ago, I think I've told you this story before, but I went to my first session meeting at that church, and the crisis on the agenda of that session meeting was a clogged drain pipe in a sink in a kitchen that was just behind the sanctuary. The reason why it was a crisis was because that was the sink and that was the kitchen where the communion guild washed all of the communion ware, and they were trying to keep it in good shape so that we could use it again and again, and if they had to take all of that communion ware across campus and wash it in another sink, they would often drop some of those little cups and they would break. And so it was important that we could get that sink and that kitchen in working order. The problem was is that it was an old building and that drain and that sink were not up to code. And in order to do any repairs on the building, we had to bring it up to code. And so that was going to be very expensive. Well, as you might imagine, in a session meeting, they started batting around different ideas. Is this really necessary? Do we really have the money to do this? Why do we even have to worry about the city or worry about the law? And there was even one fairly wealthy man on the session named Mr. Anderson who stood up and said, look, I've got guys in my construction crew. I'll just send them over here and they'll take care of it. No questions asked. The city won't even know we're doing it. Well, the session decided that was probably a good idea to save some money, and they all agreed mutually that they were going to do that, all except for one elder. Happened to be the youth elder, a young man, a young high school student named John. And when they went around the room to ask everybody's opinion, John just simply said, well, in Sunday school, we've been learning about the Ten Commandments, and I think whatever we do, we should follow those. Well, there were a few chuckles from some of the other elders who said, Oh, John, when you grow up, you'll learn there's lots of shades of gray in those Ten Commandments. And this is about saving money and about moving forward. And so they went ahead and voted to let Mr. Anderson take care of everything. But then a few minutes later, when the session meeting was over, they all went out to the parking lot and started to talk out there, to talk about how brave John was and how maybe John was right. Maybe we should follow those Ten Commandments and be honest and be truthful and do the right thing. And so they got on email when they got back home and started emailing back and forth to each other and decided to go ahead and call a construction company and bring it up to code and to do the right thing. That happens to us a lot of times as we grow older. We start to forget those very simple lessons of our past because life just gets so complicated. And there's no doubt, life is complicated. The Bible is even very complicated. There are times when you read one thing in the Bible and and you can read the exact opposite just a few pages later. And we are called, without question, to study the Bible, to dive deep, to ask tough questions, and even to ask tough questions of God. 
But in those moments of our, our faith, in those moments when we need God the most, it is important, it is crucial to lean on those simple lessons of our past, those lessons that hold us fast, those lessons that we so often forget when the world gets complicated. After all, God calls us to love our neighbors and to love our enemies even. And yet at times when we see those people who are different than us, it gets complicated and it's difficult for us to do that. God calls us to feed the hungry and to help those people who are in need. But when we start to look at our own bank accounts and our own homes, we start to worry about ourselves and do we have everything we need? And so things get complicated. God calls us to forgive each other. And that seems like a a pretty straightforward thing to do. And yet when someone has hurt us so deeply and so badly, it gets complicated and that's tough to do. God calls us to care for the people around us, to think of others as much as we think of ourselves, but it just gets complicated, doesn't it? But I believe there's a moment for all of us. There comes a moment in all of our lives when all of that complication is stripped away. In those moments, usually times of crisis, usually times of need, sometimes times of worry, sometimes times of fear, when we realize it's those deep and simple lessons of faith that we learned as children that really hold us fast, that we need most of all. And we come before God as children again and ask God for God's help and realize that God loves us and God always will. It's actually in that context that the words of Jesus loves me were written. It was written in a book back in the 1860s, first written back in 1860, I believe, in a book called Say and Seal, written by two sisters, Susan and Anna Warner. It's kind of a book in the same vein of The Pilgrim's Progress, a book about the Christian faith, a book about growing in the faith and learning to lean on your faith and learning to trust God. The central character of the book is a woman named Faith, and she's learning about Jesus and learning about how to rely on God. And and a man enters the picture, a man named Mr. Linden, who really becomes her teacher and her mentor, who teaches her a lot about Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, the book is a very long book. And there are times where there are little teaching moments between Faith and Mr. Linden that get kind of complicated, even go over my head. But the good news is Mr. Linden was also the Sunday school teacher in town. And he was not only a mentor to Faith, but he was a mentor to a lot of little children in the novel, especially one little child, a child named Johnny Fax. Johnny looked up to Mr. Linden as his Sunday school teacher, really grew closer to Mr. Linden than he was to his own father. His own father was a wealthy man who didn't really have a lot of time for church, and so he kind of grew apart from his son, and Mr. Linden became a mentor for Johnny. Well, as stories go, Johnny got very sick in the midst of the story. In fact, it became very clear that Johnny was going to pass away. And so Johnny's father sent for Mr. Linden and for Faith to come and comfort him and care for him in those moments of need. Mr. Linden came and sat right by his bedside and and talked to Johnny and reminded him of, of how much Johnny was loved and cared for. And at one point, Johnny reaches out to Mr. Linden and says, will you hold me? Mr. Linden reached down and grabbed him with two big arms, held him in his arms, and he said these words, Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones, to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Strength. Strength in that moment where they were facing death together. Strength in that moment for Johnny. Strength in that moment for all of us. when We're facing times of fear, times of uncertainty, times of death, times of the unknown. 
We need those lessons of faith to hold us fast and to remind us that it's God who loves us and God who always will. Because it's in those moments, those moments of crisis, when our only comfort in life or in death will not be that we figure God out. Our only comfort in those moments will be to know that we belong to God and God loves us and God's always, God always will. And so, our calling is to remember those simple lessons that we learned as children. Be kind to each other. Love one another. Love your neighbors and love your enemies. And for those of us who tend to forget that we're loved, for those of us who feel hurt and lost and broken and alone, remember the most important lesson of all. Maybe wherever you are, you could sing it with me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Thanks be to God. Amen.